really, you know, if you think about sleep and healthy sleep habits and something that would be really good for all of us to get into the habit of doing, particularly as that New Year's resolution that hopefully we're able to actually keep, is improved sleep. And it really can be broken down into basically four basic elements. Uh, first one being those healthy habits during the day. So not even getting into how many hours, but, you know, what can we do during the day to help improve our sleep? And those are things like, you know, avoiding caffeine at nighttime, you know, not having that late-night cup of coffee or that late-night snack or that nightcap uh, that, that everybody always thinks may help them sleep. But that doesn't really always do that. And I think the other part is, is you know, even staying out of the bedroom during the day. It's easy to go in, especially now when the – especially this weekend when it's supposed to snow and get cold and – and you want to go in and snuggle in bed and maybe pick up a good book, but those, that can really interrupt your sleep later on. With us this morning is Dr. Doug Harley, a doctor of family medicine, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. Let's talk about sleep and rest and how the lack thereof or getting the right amount can help out, for example, your heart, your metabolism. We can go on and on where rest and the sleep becomes a factor. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, getting back to what you were talking about as far as how many hours, really the, the experts recommend seven to eight hours a night. Yeah, some people might say, you know, like you said, Ray, I can get by with five. Some people need 10 or 12. But really seven to eight hours of sleep is really what is most helpful for allowing the brain to rest, um, recharge, really be best for overall health and be something that can help you feel energized the next day, not lagging. Um, and it really can play a big role in how you're doing as far as your overall heart health and just health in general. Uh, Doug, talk a little bit about when the body is resting. And I think maybe we need to start there. What the body is doing, like you said, it's recharging. And that's a broad brush there. But really, the mm -hmm. body needs the rest for so many reasons. Absolutely. Yeah, we really want to kind of get into that REM sleep or the rapid eye movement sleep, which is that deep, deep sleep. And folks, unfortunately, that have things like sleep apnea realize that if it's not treated, they're not getting down into that REM sleep, and that's why they feel so sluggish the next day, which is why it's so important to get that diagnosis and be treated or use your CPAP machine on a nightly basis. Uh, but that really is part of it, is us getting down into that REM sleep so that you're able to essentially recharge and allow the body to kind of uh, repair itself overnight. With us is Dr. Doug Harley with Cleveland Clinic Akron General. Doug, can we have a sleep disorder without knowing it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's one of those things that, you know, talk to your doctor if you're having difficulty sleeping at night. There's lots of different things that we can look at. I mean, things like, like I said, sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome can play a big role in, in issues with sleep. And even really, you know, maybe it's just that you're not making – um, your area, really a sleep-inducing environment. So a lot of us do that. You know, we, we check our email right before bed. That blue light is uh, a lot of issue that really can stimulate the brain that doesn't let us get to sleep. We may, you know, not have the most comfortable mattress. We may have a lot of noise going on uh, in the area where we're trying to sleep, and that's not necessarily good. Um, and it doesn't allow us to sleep. So maybe it's some of those things, and it's maybe not a medical issue, is you're just not giving yourself the right environment 
uh, to get a good night's sleep then. Yeah, the environment, uh, I, I read a lot, has a lot to do with the amount of deep sleep you can get. For example, with me, I can't sleep if it's perfectly quiet in the room. I usually go to sleep and put a thunderstorm on with sound effects, and I go right to sleep. Some people like the television, the noise, the TV, like you said, different things. But really, when it gets back to it, what are the nuts and bolts of getting deep sleep, Doug? Really, it's getting your body comfortable and allowing it to kind of pull down into that because it really... If your brain is stimulated by those disruptive noises, it basically pulls your body out of that REM sleep, um, and those are the kind of things that can really keep you from getting that peaceful and restful sleep. What type of things, and I want to go down a different road here. Yeah. If, yeah. We're, if we're not getting the right amount of sleep, and that road goes longer and longer, what type of things have you seen from the medical standpoint that might come back to that person not getting enough rest? Yeah, no, great question, right? So, you know, certainly it, it puts extra stress and strain on the vital organs like the heart. Uh, and not only considering that depending on what your job is, I mean, if you're operating a piece of equipment or those kind of things, if you're not getting the right amount of sleep, it's easy to be distracted. Um, and distracted individuals tend to have higher risk for personal injury and, you know, or injury of somebody else. So we really want to make sure that we're being mindful of that. But that even happens in, you know, can happen in somebody that's sitting at a desk. You might find yourself dozing off throughout the day, and it, and it, can, and it can lead to your ability to be productive in what you're doing. Um, so not only is it health issues, but it also can be just in your work productivity piece of stuff that it can severely impact. With us is Dr. Doug Harley from Cleveland Clinic Akron General. Doug, how do you look at the issue of napping? (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes those power naps can certainly be helpful. I think the big thing you just have to watch is um, how long. Uh, You know, a power nap, when they talk about it, that's like a a five, maybe ten-minute power nap to kind of essentially recharge in the middle of the day. Some folks need that. Um, sometimes that's the best way, especially if you're feeling a little distracted or a little bit sleepy, is, you know, do that. You know, don't, don't grab that double-shot espresso and be like, okay, now I can stay awake. That's not going to help you later when it's time to actually get to sleep. Yeah, I, I kind of need with my work schedule, I need that little bit of a power nap in the <laughs> middays. And I got to tell you, it does recharge me. I try not to go longer than like 45 minutes or so, but it does recharge my battery. Okay, if you had to draw up, uh, Doug, a perfect and a real bad, opposite ends of the spectrum here, formula for when we're getting ready to call it a day to get the best possible rest. What is good news and what is bad news in those two scenarios? What is good news and bad news? Uh, well, I mean, if you're certainly trying to set yourself up for the perfect thing, is that nice, quiet, dark space or with a little sound like a white noise or something like you said with your thunderstorms. And I think giving a nice, comfortable mattress. Now, that's unfortunately not always the easiest for everybody just because that can be one of the most costly things that you have uh, in your bedroom. Um, but really, I think it all comes down to that blue light stuff. And, and we are so used to having our smartphones beside us and, you know, easily checking or checking that last-minute text. And, and that's something we just need to get away from. Go back to that old-time uh, alarm clock, essentially. 
Final question, Doug. What about exercise late afternoon into the evening? Does that set us up for bad rest? So it actually can help a little bit. Oh, okay. If you're if you're getting a little of that exercise, you don't want to do it right before bed because that's going to really give that kind of adrenaline rush with that. But sometime during the day, whether it's in the morning or the evening, actually uh, routine exercise can help you sleep better at night. 